Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 49 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell Us The Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We have a very exciting episode for you tonight. I know, it's confusing uh, because it's actually Saturday, but for those of you that are regular listeners, regular watchers of the podcast, you know that we have been on a little bit of a hiatus there. This is actually our first episode of June, believe it or not. Uh, so that with all of that going on, I decided we're going to do two episodes this weekend. It's still Common Sense Sunday, it's just on a Saturday. I know, it's confusing, but trust me, we'll all get through it together, and you'll still get your regular Common Sense Sundays. This episode's going to be a little bit different. I kind of switched up the format, going to get into some, some things that have been happening, uh, some upcoming projects, and all that good stuff. Uh, but of course, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us before episodes, after episodes, during episodes, whenever you so please, and you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page, your location, if you're a Facebook user, to keep up to date on all new episodes, new content, new pictures. Actually, we I posted a new picture today. You might have noticed that. Where in the world is Sean? We're going to talk about where in the world Sean was. Uh, and of course, our YouTube channel. Head on over to YouTube. Search Go Tell It to the Wall. Subscribe to our official YouTube channel. That's where you're going to find all of our uh, video feeds, all of our beer reviews, all of our parenting playlists, our Mental Health Mondays, all of that great stuff right there on YouTube. And you can also follow my personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean, right there on the Instagram. Check out all kinds of photos. And in fact, I will tell you, Lots of great photos will be coming down on the Instagram uh, really over the next few weeks because I've got a bunch of stuff that, that that's new and, and coming your way and all the great stuff. So, so make sure uh, that you are following us on Instagram as well. Uh, of course, we also have our website, which is your one-stop shop for everything I just mentioned, and that would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Uh, you'll find links to those things I just mentioned as well as a link to our Patreon campaign, Patreon page. I don't know what we call the Patreon anymore, but if you want to support the show financially, uh, please check us out on Patreon. Uh, Or, as I always say, if you don't want to support us financially, you don't have to, but go find someone else, uh, an artist, broadcaster, musician that you may like on Patreon to support uh, going forward. And our merch page. We still have a merch page. You can link to it directly from SeanOrWorkLive.com, so check that out. Pick up some t-shirts don't pick up sweatshirts because we've been having a little bit of a heat wave. It's ridiculous out there right now, uh, which I'm going to get into a little bit more because I, weirdly, I missed, I didn't miss, I missed the California heat wave. <laughs> we'll get into a lot of that. Uh, but of course, if you do need some merch, we just had Father's Day, so not Father's Day gifts, but birthday gifts, holiday gifts, all that great stuff right there on the website. Get your goat tell it to the wall merch. All right. Oh, and I should mention for those of you that are big wall supporters, you know, maybe you have your name up on the wall behind me here, uh, or have been a longtime patron, we are looking at getting new t-shirts. Now, you can order t-shirts directly on the merch website there that we have linked, uh, but we're looking to do an order of t-shirts uh, probably over the next couple months. This isn't happening in the next week or so. I'm working with uh, 
with someone I'm going to mention later in the podcast, but I don't want to put him on blast necessarily because then I, I, I think he's, he's, he's probably getting a little overwhelmed right now as, as he's getting started out. Uh, but we are looking to do an order, and if you are a wall supporter, you're a patron, uh, you're probably going to have a T-shirt coming your way. No guarantees, but we're putting one of those orders through. So look forward to that. Now, most importantly of this episode, uh, for those of you that have been fans of Go Tell to the Wall for years, especially prior to Common Sense Sundays, know that we would have a weekly beer in the studio. But because we do Common Sense Sundays on Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons sometimes, uh, I, I'm, I, I like drinking, but I'm not usually drinking in the morning unless you have the excuse that is brunch. It was funny, I was talking to, uh, to my, my wife's cousin, and, and he, uh, I can't even remember the, the word he brought, like, coined this word, and it was day drinking, and I was like, oh, in Los Angeles, we just call that brunch, and it's true. Uh, that is, brunch is basically your excuse to drink uh, early in the day. Uh, but because it is Saturday night, we have a tasty little brew. The return of beer in the Go Tell to the Wall studio. Oh, yes, I'm going to get a nice little sip right now, actually. Mm. And this one in particular, I'm actually really happy with. Uh, it is a stout. I enjoy some stouts. But more importantly, this one, I have to thank a uh, hu- very, very close friend of mine uh, and also wall supporter, Joan, uh, for hooking me up with this Noche, Noche Dolce. Uh, it's from Borderlands Brewing Company in Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. Now, as I get into a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll explain more of this, but I was actually in Tucson, and my good friend Joan uh, hooked it up, went out, and specifically got me some local beers. She brought me a six-pack of, of all different local beers, and this is one of them, so I wanted to bring that straight in on the podcast. Uh, Noche Dolce from Borderlands Brewing Company. Definitely check them out, especially if you're in the Tucson area. It's a tasty stout. If you like stouts, you'll like this one. I uh, had my wife try it as well, and she she enjoyed it. She enjoys a stout. Uh, but we're going to try to keep it on the rails because we've got, uh, <laughs> we've got, we've got some beer back in the studio. In fact, I'm going to have some more of that, that tasty stout right there. Mm. It's quite sweet. It's quite sweet. I will say Joan brought me. She knows I like the hoppy beers. Uh, so I got a lot of the hoppy beers, but also got a nice little sweet stout, which is hitting the spot on a, on a Saturday evening uh, during the summer, you know, usually. And it's not super hot out the way it's been. We'll get into some of that heat wave stuff that's going on. Uh, and before we move along, I want to give a very, very happy belated Father's Day to all of the fathers out there that listen, subscribe, share, support the podcast. Uh, but a few in particular. Tom, love you. I'm going to talk about this little this little thing over here uh, in, in a little while because I, I did get your, get your mail. Uh, Tom, who is a huge wall supporter. Paul Smith, uh, who has been a longtime supporter of Common Sense Sundays. Uh, Seth and Kevin, who are good, good friends of mine. Uh, and also big supporters of Go Tell to the Wall. This is actually their first Father's Day, belated Father's Day, their very first Father's Day. Uh, Chris, our on-air producer, Chris Hassong, uh, and most importantly, I don't want to say most importantly because I love all of you guys so very much, but most importantly for me, a happy belated Father's Day to my dad, uh, Jack O'Rourke. I was able to uh, to speak with him, video video chat with him on uh, on Father's Day, and also a happy birthday to him. His his birthday was like a few days before Father's Day. This happens every year uh, with my father, is uh, and it, it sometimes it falls on his birthday, 
but it was actually a few days apart this year. So so happy birthday as well to, to my dad, Jack. Uh, and before I move into a, a kind of special segment for tonight called Travel, uh, I do have an important correction to make here. And honestly, when I was given this correction, I didn't realize that, and I think I just misspoke, uh, but big-time wall supporter Seth uh, pointed out that when I was speaking about the Yankees, he's a dirty Yankees fan. I, I love him still. And I, you know, that's a friendly rivalry, Yankees and Red Sox. Uh, I believe I said that he liked A-Rod. I didn't mean to, Alex Rodriguez. I think it just came out wrong. But Seth wanted me to correct to all of you out there, and keeping in mind we have like fifteen to 20,000 listeners, you know, weekly on this. Uh, Seth, does, in fact, does not like A-Rod or Alex Rodriguez. Uh, so I got that correction in there for you, Seth. I knew that, too, and I think I think it just came out wrong because I, I meant to say he's a Yankees fan, but despite that, does not like A-Rod, and that happens, too. I'm kind of having trouble being a Patriots fan anymore because of certain particular individuals that they drafted. Uh, so there's your correction. Sometimes sometimes we have to do that, you know, and in broadcasting, you have to correct yourself if something's incorrect, and that would have been incorrect uh, from a previous episode. All right, now getting into the reason we have had a three-week hiatus. Uh, three weeks. That's why we're doing two episodes this week, and, and I'm going to keep it on the rails as much as possible while I drink this very tasty stout in the studio. We haven't had, we haven't had beer in the studio for over a year, uh, despite the fact that it used to be a weekly tradition when we were recording every Thursday evening. Uh, so, so I'm going to keep it on the rails as much as possible. But as you know, we don't need rails here at, uh, here at Go Tell to the Wall. Mm. So, uh, basically... I mentioned we were going to have a little bit of a hiatus because I had some projects coming up. I had to take some meetings in uh, in both Arizona and Texas, and so what I what we did was planned an entire trip around these meetings. I didn't want to fly just yet. I don't feel quite comfortable flying, uh, and on top of that, we needed to get down to Florida with my four year old who is not vaccinated uh, for my mother in law's memorial. Uh, as you know, if you've been listening for a long time, my mother in law passed away back in January. And then once it got a little safer, we were able to uh, to get together to have a memorial down there in Florida, uh, specifically Florida, because my, my wife's grandmother is 98. When you hit 98, it's difficult to travel. So we all came to her. We converged on Florida. Uh, but of course, along the way, I took those meetings. We're looking at some projects, some projects you might hear about in, over the next year, some projects you might never hear about. <laughs> but as, as things are opening back up, uh, we're, we're looking at expanding things. Uh, specifically for Go Tell to the Wall, but also specifically for uh, Sean O'Rourke Live and, and, and the things that I do with live events. So we'll see what kind of news comes out of that. However, what I did was borrowed a RV. You know, you know what RV stands for? Recreational vehicle. Borrowed an RV and decided that uh, that we're going to, uh, to to drive that thing all the way across the country down into West Palm Beach, Florida. Of course, stopping along the way, took some meetings. Uh, saw some family, saw some sites, all the great things, and I'll probably spend the next couple episodes talking about some of that interesting stuff. But because of that, we've added this kind of travel segment because I like to sit here and yell at a wall and talk about, you know, things that are going on in my life. Uh, and I will, I will say, first off, highly recommend the RV life. I, I've never done this, the RV stuff, uh, never driven one or, or done like the RV camping. Now, I've been in RVs, you know, but I've never like really driven and done the RV campsites and, and all this stuff. Highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It, it, there's a lot of, it's like, there's like a whole culture to it. The RV life, you, it's, it's one of the better things to do. I, I actually, 
understand why some people retire and then buy an RV and just kind of travel the country uh, it, during their retirement because it's, it's a lot of fun. You see a lot of things in campsites and you meet the nicest people, you know, despite the fact that you're going through the South. And, and trust me, I'm <laughs> going through the South and I'm like, okay, let me be careful with shirts I'm wearing and stuff. And, and nothing against the South. I'm going to talk about that a lot, like to each their own. This is something I have learned uh, through these travels. Uh, and in fact, these travels, as much fun as I had, it confirmed that I belong in California. Uh, now, a lot of people love their home state, especially down there in Texas. That You know, everyone's like, Texas, yay, Texas, yay. Well, that's fine. Texas is great for you. Texas is not for me. Not for me. I love I love Los Angeles. I love California. In fact, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a shirt that I got in Texas at a, a nationally famous barbecue place, which we're going to talk about shortly here. Uh, and one of those things that really hit me going through Texas was, was open carry. I stopped to get fast food at Sonic, and I'm going to talk about Sonic on the next episode. <laughs> Never had Sonic before. I'm sitting there waiting for my food. You know, we're masked up and, and whatever else, and, and whatever with people not being masked, because we're actually outside, you know. And I look over, and there's a couple people that are riding motorcycles. And one of them just has a handgun just out on their side. And for those of you that know me, I have no problem with, with guns, with, you know, when you get to assault weapons and stuff, yes, I have problems with that grenade launchers and bazookas no however that's something that i don't need to see all the time in my life you know and that's just for me that's just me and that's just one of the many things that confirmed uh, i belong in california specifically uh in los angeles because i love los angeles i love california if you love texas you should love texas if you love alabama love alabama love whatever it is love them all love your state we don't need to hate on each other because of that Everyone has their own preferences. Uh, my preference is Southern California. Uh, speaking of Texas barbecue, uh, so I did go to the Salt Lick barbecue there in Austin, Texas. Uh, Austin, that's the thing. Austin, Texas is beautiful. Beautiful down there in, in Austin, Texas. Unbearably hot and humid, but beautiful. And the Salt Lick, uh, which is nationally known, I'd actually had it years ago. Uh, my cousin got married in Austin. I didn't go to the location, but I had them bring me back uh, a little bit of pulled pork. I love good smoked pulled pork. Trust me. Uh, it's just oh, If you can find good stuff, that just that go for it. Uh, but it was it was it was interesting because I had it and I enjoyed it. Uh, but I realized that we have a place here in Highland Park called Max City Barbecue. Now, to me, it was just as good. It was just as good. Uh, but, again, to each their own. I really enjoyed Salt Lake. The one thing I will say about Salt Lake is it's very hard to find smoked turkey at barbecue places here in uh, in California. Uh, and, and they had smoked turkey, which I really, really enjoy some good smoked turkey uh, that, that's coming from a barbecue place there. Um, but, again, to each their own. And I will say, the local beers. If you are a beer drinker, Whenever you travel, and I always worry that I come off as, as kind of pompous, you know, because I'll go, I'll go somewhere, and, and we weren't eating at restaurants, really. You know, I mean, the Salt Lake, we, we ate there. It was outside. It's benches outside. It's, so we ate outside a bit um, at various places. Uh, but I always ask for, and <laughs> the one cool thing about Salt Lake, what, not one cool, there's a lot of cool things. One of the cool things about Salt Lake was bring your own beer. <laughs> so my cousin, who now lives in Austin, uh, she packs up a cooler of beer. She's like, oh, what, what kind of beer? I'm like, what? Oh, oh, we just bring our own beer and eat some barbecue and 
Uh, the thing is, it's so unbearably hot and humid that I was actually chugging water alongside my beer. Uh, I'm just not built for humidity. I, I, I'm just, I'm not. Uh, but highly, highly recommend whenever you travel, check out the local beers. And that's what I did. I drank local beers all the way across to Florida and then all the way back to California. Any any kind of local beers. And it's, what I was doing was I was going into uh, like supermarkets or liquor stores and finding specific local beers. And, and craft brew is so popular now that you can find craft brews anywhere. Anywhere. That's real tasty craft brews that I never would have heard of because they're not, you know, we have some... There's some Southern California ones that, that get national distribution. And, I mean, tons of other states, too, get national distribution. Uh, and like, one example is Four Peaks out of Arizona. You can find that a lot of places. Now, we're close to Arizona, but I'm, I think you can find it even outside of California and Arizona because they've gotten a little bigger. It's like Stone. Stone's still craft. Uh, but you can find it pretty much nationally. Uh, so if you're a beer drinker, make sure, make sure you're tasting, tasting the local brews because I did a lot of that. Uh, now, I will say one thing about Texas. I know I feel like I'm on Texas here a lot, but it's okay because we're going to talk more about travel throughout this whole thing. Uh, I did get pulled over by a Texas state trooper. I was five minutes away, five, five minutes away from the border of Texas uh, going into my geography so bad. Going into Mississippi. I'm staying in Mississippi. Uh, no, going into Louisiana. Sorry. Uh, so going into Louisiana, I'm five minutes from the border. And I look behind me. I'm driving this big 24-foot RV. I'm like, okay, lights are on. And I'm like, all right, why am I getting pulled over? I'm not speeding, you know. And I will say, this this is one of the this is one of the things that I I will talk badly about. And this is nothing against your state of Texas, uh, but this is against this particular Texas state trooper. He comes walking up to the window on the passenger side, of course, because I'm pulled over on the side of the highway there. Uh, the 10, because that's the other fun thing. When you're driving across the country like that southern route, you're just like, well, we're on the 10 for 500 and something miles, and then we're going to hit an interchange, and we're going to be on the 10 for another 200 miles. The 10 just all the way freaking down there. So I get pulled over by this Texas State Trooper. He comes up to the window, and he goes, you know, pulled you over because uh, you're swerving a bit in the lanes there. And my wife, she turns to him. Before he f finishes the sentence, she goes, it's windy. And it was. It was quite windy in Texas. And I'm driving a high-profile vehicle. And honest to God, to be fair, I wasn't coming out of my lane. I might have been swerving a little bit in my lane as I'm trying to fight the wind that is trying to blow my recreational vehicle off the side of the road. He pulls me out of the vehicle. And first of all, he comes up to the vehicle. Nothing wrong with wearing a bulletproof vest if you're in law enforcement. Don't get me wrong there. But of course he comes up and he's holding it like, well, I pulled you over because you're uh, swerving a little bit in the lane there. And I look at him, and he's got a thin blue line flag patch with the Punisher logo on it. And I'm like, you're just all kinds of fucking stupid, huh? Like, you don't understand Punisher. And calm down with your thin blue line patch. Uh, and please bring the hate mail for all that. The more important part I'm trying to get here is police officers don't understand the Punisher logo, and they decide to use it. And it's like, read a goddamn fucking comic book understand what the Punisher is and what he does. Uh, so, pulls me out of the vehicle, starts questioning me, uh, asks me what's going on, and I'm, I'm talking to him. And as you know from my white privilege video, I, uh, I am a professional when it comes to dealing with the police. This I did not yell at this particular police officer the way I had in the past. 
Uh, but he asked me a bunch of questions, and then he says to me, oh, I'm going to go let your wife know uh, that, uh, that you're not in trouble, and I'm standing here on the side of the highway in Texas, and he's, you know, you know I'm not going to write you a ticket or anything, and his partner in the car is running my li- my driver's license, and I'm, I'm standing there, I'm going, yeah, you pulled me over because I have California plates on the vehicle I'm driving. Like, be honest. So he goes and questions my wife, asks her all the same questions to make sure we're not lying, and it was extra funny because... You know, she says, well, it's it's just us and my four-year-old. And, oh, yes, technically my mother, who is riding in cargo, her ashes, would you like me to pull them out so you could see? That kind of shut him up a little bit. He comes back and he gives me a warning. And I, and I said, hey, you know, I'm driving this high-profile profile vehicle. I'm sorry, it's a little bit windy. He said, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's difficult to drive. Well, thanks. Why are you pulling me over? Because of the California plates. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. That's the thing. Teach their own. Enjoy your state and everything. But, l- like, let's calm down on, oh, it's a California plate in a recreational vehicle. Well, let's pull them over. That's what happened there. Uh, and the heat wave, while I was gone, I was watching the news of this heat wave here in, in California, Arizona, New Mexico, really all along that part. Southern California. I don't know if Northern California was also getting this heat wave. Uh, as we got back into town, the heat wave broke. But I will tell you... Uh, Compared to the humidity of Texas and, and Florida and Louisiana, I think where we were on the water was, was quite gorgeous. But the humidity, I will take 105 with dry heat over 85 degrees with humidity any day. I'm just not built for it. I am just not built for it. And I realize that uh, as, as we're traveling there, because like I w- would walk outside in Austin, immediate sweat. I'm just sweating. I got, you know, I got a handkerchief and wiping sweat off my forehead constantly. Uh, and then we, sure enough, we're coming back. We get into New, Mex- into New Mexico, and it's like 105 in New Mexico. And I'm sitting outside. I'm going, this is gorgeous. This is beautiful because it's dry heat. And it's also people being used to it. Uh, you know, I'm talking to people down in Florida. They're used to the humidity. And and I think the dry heat isn't great for, you know, it's it's kind of what you're used to. But I am not used to humidity. I was melting Literally, just m- not literally, but literally every time I walked outside, it was just immediate sweat. I was like, well, why did I bother showering today if I'm just going to walk outside and immediately be wet? <laughs> All right. We're going to talk more about some travel stuff uh, over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and I've got a little bit more in here, uh, but we are going to get into some digital trends uh, for episode 49 of Common Sense Saturdays, I guess. I've only got a couple here for you. Uh, this one I've been sitting on for a little while. Apparently, there was an OnlyFans, uh, I don't OnlyFans person. I don't know what we call you know because you TikTokers and YouTubers and all OnlyFans person, entertainer or whatever. Apparently, there's some kind of challenge going around uh, where you you dry scoop pre-workout stuff. If you're not familiar with like pre-workout, it's stuff you mix into a drink that has protein or whatever. And I am not. I can be a bit of a gym rat, which I'll talk about in a sec, but I, I don't know enough about it to really explain fully. But you shouldn't just, you know, imagine, and <laughs> I do remember doing this as a kid, uh, like lemonade, you know, lemonade mixed powder. You shouldn't do that, let alone something that has stuff in it that's supposed to help you work out. Uh, so this woman, this female, dry scoops it uh, for some kind of challenge on OnlyFans, ends up in the hospital with a literally a heart attack. Literally a heart attack. Now, this is so simple. I always make fun of these challenges. This one's not, it's not funny. This is a heart attack. Uh, follow instructions. When you're dealing with stuff that, 
that is meant for workouts or for anything like that. Follow the instructions. It's not medicine, but it's borderline medicine. It's like vitamins. You don't want to take too much vitamins. It can it can mess you up. You're like, well, no, vitamins are good for me. Yes, but if you take too much or you don't take them correctly, it's not going to be healthy for you. So this poor woman ends up uh, in the hospital with a heart attack. Fortunately, she's come out and warned people to not do this. Well, because, duh. Uh, but I will say, that's where the following instructions becomes important because I, I I have been there myself. I As I said, I've been a gym rat at times. You know, I need to regularly work out. It helps my mental health personally. You know, some people don't like working out. I like working out. I've done triathlons. You can look behind me. There's triathlon stuff here from, from a couple of the triathlons I've done. I, I very much enjoy it. Uh, and there was a time many years ago, I would go to Gold's Gym. Uh, that was my gym at the time, and I was going there pretty much every day. And I can't remember the brand, but they had these drinks. They had various drinks, you know, and it was like Gatorade-type drinks, but then other ones. Uh, and one of them was like, an, was like a workout energy drink. And I'd go there, and I'd buy one, and then I'd drink it along with some water as I'm working out. You know, I'd be either on the elliptical, usually, and usually I'm finishing it while I'm on the elliptical of the bike. And... The first few times I did it, I noticed, I was like, my, my heart rate is way up. Even though I'm doing a rigorous cardio workout, heart rate's way up. And after doing it a few times, I look at the bottle, and I went, oh, this is two servings. Two servings. So I was only supposed to be drinking half of it. So I, I you know, there's a fine line. Obviously, don't be just <laughs> taking the powder and eating it, uh, but, but just follow the instructions. I've been guilty of it myself. Be aware. When you're putting vitamins and medicine and stuff in your body, follow follow the instructions. We look at expiration dates on food. Not not exactly the same, but it's simply following instructions. All right, another thing that was trending on the digital really over the past couple days, and I want to talk about it for a moment, because uh, I don't have a lot of digital trends for this particular episode. Uh, Mark Hoppus announced just a couple days ago that he is undergoing treatment for cancer. Uh, if you're not familiar with Mark Hoppus, he is... Uh, the lead singer for Blink-182, one of the lead singers, the bassist, uh, really the only remaining original member of Blink-182. Uh, and I'll tell you, that one hit me hard. Really hit me hard. And especially because I'm on the way back uh, from a memorial for my mother-in-law who passed away after a five-plus-year battle with cancer. Uh, so the important thing here is is to give support uh, to everybody because fuck cancer. Fuck it. It's it's a horrible disease. But also, I know there, you know, there's a lot of hatred out, and and I've been guilty of it myself. Like, oh, new Blink comes out, and I'm like, oh, okay, Travis Barker's working with like all these these rappers, and and there's not nothing wrong with rap. It's like, okay, it's not Blink 182. Uh, however, we can all agree that cancer sucks, and regardless of how you feel about the music, Mark Hoppus is is a stand up dude. Growing up in San Diego, I met him many, 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 many times. Uh, and he is just genuinely a great person. Uh, so so all of our thoughts and, and positivity uh, should please be going his way. And, and hopefully he will beat beat this uh, and be back to, to playing shows uh, with Blink-182. All right, let's get into some COVID updates. This one killed me. Just so much. Ugh. I'll tell you. And I'm going to talk more about that over the next couple of episodes. Because I went through some states where it's like, oh, oh COVID just... Oh. COVID doesn't exist here, never existed. I realize we're coming out the other side of it, but you can tell it's like, oh, oh, you just never really cared about COVID or protecting yourselves or others. Oh, okay. 
Uh, so I've known personally a couple people that have passed away. I've known personally a couple people uh, that were in the hospital with COVID. Uh, and we got some information from Scott Russo of Unwritten Law. He is the lead singer of Unwritten Law that unfortunately his father passed away from COVID during the last year. He wasn't hadn't really talked about it, but recently posted that. Uh, so condolences as well to, to Scott Russo and really to everyone out there who's lost parents, uh, family members, friends uh, to, to this, this horrible pandemic that we've gone through. Uh, but just further proof that it's not a big hoax. I don't, I don't think Scott Russo's making stuff up. He's just not that type of person. And uh, so our thoughts are also with Scott Russo's dad. Uh, and if you live in California, I imagine other states are going to start doing this now. Uh, and I was fortunate enough, I've, I've already got, like, through an app with the company that I got my vaccine through uh, to have a digital vaccine card so I don't have to carry, you know, the... And <laughs> like, I swear, my wife and I were joking about this. And they're like, why didn't they make the COVID vaccine card, like, wallet size, like a credit card size? And I was like, so that they can sell you a different size protector for it. And I, <laughs> sure enough, I bought, like, a five-pack of these protectors for it. Uh, you know, and on this road trip, I'm, I've got it in one of my bags, uh, just the entire like giant card there. Uh, but even if you haven't, if you're in California and you haven't already had a digital vaccine card available to you, uh, they are going to be around, uh, they're going to be available for everyone that's gotten vaccinated in California. And I'm hoping other states are going to do this as well, especially with shows coming up because I've been buying copious amounts of tickets to shows. In fact, I'm going to make a quick note here in entertainment because I want to mention, we're going to talk about a lot of shows, uh, but I'm going to mention the, the, the first show that, that uh, is coming up. And if you're in Southern California, you can catch me there. Uh, so, I'm, so I'm glad to see that. I'm also going to walk around with my, my COVID vaccine card and just saying, multipass, multipass, multipass. Everybody should get that. If you haven't seen the movie, go see Fifth Element. Don't go see it. Just watch it. It's probably on Netflix. Or, or, or if you if you're not interested in seeing the Fifth Element, uh, watch the remake animated version of the Fifth Element, which is Frozen Two. Uh, parents out there are gonna under parents and fans of Fifth Element are gonna understand that one. <laughs> Cause I remember watching Frozen Two and I was like, this is this is the Fifth Element. This is kind of the same storyline as the Fifth Element. But I digress. Let's get into some mental health as I enjoy this beer and try to keep us on the rails for the rest of the episode. Uh, so, as I said, road trip, holy shit, all the people, all the people, I was in somewhat seclusion for a year, uh, you know, I, my daughter and my wife, and, and seeing other people a little bit, uh, you know, as I've talked about my sis Laura, as we got vaccinated, we were able to sit and watch some live streams and all that stuff, so I haven't been completely isolated from people, I've seen some people socially distance, uh, you know, I saw my parents after over a year back, uh, back at Easter time. Uh, but uh, just just not much. And then suddenly I get on the road and I'm just seeing people everywhere. I hadn't pumped gas in a car uh, for over a year. Um, so it was interesting. It was kind of a little bit of uh, shoving me into the deep end. You know what I mean? In the end, it was worth it. I think I'm now my introvertedness is, is a little better prepared to deal uh, with things post pandemic. Uh, but. Holy shit. Especially those first couple days. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm pumping gas and no one's around me. And I'm like, mask. There's a guy at that pump. Mask. You know, I got more and more used to it. Uh, And (laughs) talk about also 
taxing on my mental health. Uh, I didn't drive a car for 14 months. 14 months, a little over 14 months. Uh, so what I decided to do was uh, was was drive a giant 24-foot RV recreational vehicle, uh, 2,500 plus miles across the country, and then 25 over oh, well like 3,000 miles plus because we're taking little detours and stuff for certain things. But I ended up driving 56,000 miles, 56,000, 5,600 miles uh, across the country and back. And I can, in fact, confirm driving a car is like riding a bike. I was a little nervous. I was like, shit, I have not driven a car, but I guess I'm going to jump in this giant thing <laughs> and, you know, a little bit jumping in the deep end yet again. Uh, so, so very intimidating. But as I said before, highly recommend uh, if, if you get a chance the RV life. Uh, and even if, if you're reluctant, just give it a try for a weekend. You know, and obviously it's not for everybody, but give it a try. Uh, I think we plan on doing some more RVing uh, to some of like, the national parks and stuff. Because uh, you, you can find some great campgrounds where you just park your RV, you hook it up. Uh, now we, obviously, and I'll talk about that in parenting, we didn't do the television thing, but we pulled into some RV parks, and, uh, and specifically in Alachua, which is right near Gainesville, uh, where the University of Florida is in Florida. Uh, a couple people had these big TVs like on the side of their RV, and they're watching sports. And, and to each their own, like do it. But I was like, well, I'm not, I'm not camping to do this. I was also very minimally looking at my phone. Music, I was listening to a lot of music as we camped, but very minimally doing uh, the social media stuff or, or any of that. Taking a lot of photos. Use the phone for the photos as well as my camera. Uh, and I will say, also taxing on my mental health uh, personally was, in case you don't remember, uh, I am pretty much from California. Uh, but I was technically born in Miami, Florida. I lived in Florida. Florida, between Florida, uh, Chicago, and San Diego, those three, uh, until I was seven. I hadn't been back to Florida since I was seven. And once I got there, it was really, it was strange, and it was fun, and it was interesting, and I realized it was kind of taxing my mental health because I was going through not serious closure, and we're also dealing, you know, with a memorial. A lot of people that family and friends were dealing with some closure in that respect. Uh, but I hadn't been back to Florida. And after a couple days there, because we spent a week in Florida, after a couple days there, I realized, like, oh, man, that's what's taxing my mental health is I'm back in Florida after all this time, over 30 years since I've been into the state of Florida. And it was a little bit of closure. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit in some future episodes because I think coming back around to things, even without realizing it, sometimes you just need that little bit of closure. Or not even closure. I don't know if that's the best word, but just coming full circle. You know, it had been so long and I just left abruptly as a kid. Uh, so to be back there, I, I it took me a little while, but I realized I was going through some things. Uh, so for all of you out there that are having any kind of issues, uh, you know, keep that in mind, especially if you go somewhere you haven't been in a long time. You you might you might subconsciously be looking for some closure, at least coming full circle uh, on certain things when it comes to to your mental health. All right, parenting. Oh, parenting. So I spent Father's Day on the road. I spent Father's Day driving from, jeez, uh, somewhere in Texas, Kerrville, Texas. Uh, to to Alamogordo, New Mexico, which is right next to White Sands National Park. 
I know I've said this 15 times throughout this episode, but I'm going to talk more about White Sands National Park because if you get a chance, go check out White Sands National Park. Uh, but I spent it driving. Uh, but we got to New Mexico and got to enjoy it. My, uh, We actually just picked up some pizza, and uh, that was my Father's Day dinner. And uh, and and got my d- my dad there on the video call as we're at the uh, at the campsite. Look, you know, I, I will say avoid the technology when you're doing the camping. But it, the Wi-Fi did come in handy. My wife had to do some work. I was doing some work, obviously, because I was taking meetings and had a couple other projects I was working on. Uh, and then it came in handy because I was able to call my dad. Although with that 105 degree heat in New Mexico, my phone my phone started just decide. It was like, no, no, yeah, this is too hot. You're gonna have to. There was even a point where my phone didn't want to charge. Uh, but my wife actually had gifts for me. Actually, had the gifts for me. Uh, she, she so she was well prepared uh, for for the Father's Day on the road. And I will say, uh, KOAs. You, you can't beat the KOAs. There, there's a there's a chain of them. They've all got pools. They've all got different amenities, but they've all got pools. So we pull into the Alamogordo KOA, and they actually had Father's Day gifts. Picked up a little KOA koozie. And it's funny because they gave us, attached to our little welcome packet was this little coupon that was like, come to the store and get your free Father's Day gift. You know, and I'm going, oh, they're probably going to give me a sticker or something like that. It's like, no, no, you get an awesome koozie. And I was like, oh, that's actually a really nice Father's Day gift randomly from the KOA. And I will be using that quite a bit. I actually used it while we were, because I was like, well, this is great. It's 105 degrees. I'm putting this on my beer as we're sitting outside the RV. Uh, and enjoying the uh, New Mexico nature. And I will say, as I said, happy Father's Day to to big-time wall supporter uh, and, and f- very good friend of mine, Tom. I actually came back to, to a little Father's Day card in the mail right there. Uh, now, what's inside is, is personal for me because this is from Tom uh, and his family, his lovely wife and beautiful daughter. Oh, you gotta love the fireworks outside here in Los Angeles. See, we're dealing with that again because it's I'm doing a little nighttime stuff. We didn't get it Sunday because a lot of times they don't use them Sunday. Uh, but I came home to this this lovely card in the mail from uh, from Tom and and his his beautiful family. Uh, and actually, awesome little sticker here. I gotta decide, Tom. Maybe you can help me decide, Tom, where I'm gonna put this because I was I, it might go on the wall behind me, but it might go on the water. I don't know. I got so many sticker locations. I'm one of those, I'm, I'm so funny with stickers, I like don't want to waste it, and, and I just end up with a box of stickers. Not that it's wasting it, but I'm like, oh, if I stick it there, and then I can't stick it anywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. Uh, so that's going to go somewhere special. Uh, so another huge shout-out uh, to Tom, uh, Angie, and their daughter uh, for, for, for sending that. It was one of the kindest things I, that, I've, that I've, honestly, that I've experienced. So, so thank you very much for that. That was nice to come home to. Uh, not only from a broadcaster standpoint, from a parenting standpoint as well. Uh, and I will say, entertaining kids on the road, as I said, we weren't doing the screen thing, and to each their own. You know, if you, if you love to put screens, you need to put screens in front of your kids, do that. My kid is not a screen person, as she's screaming in the background. Uh, not a screen person too much. We do some movie nights, and she watches a little bit of a uh, little bit of her shows and everything else. Uh, but but we avoided the screens pretty much for most of the trip. And I will say, don't forget kids and the power of imagination. Because she's spending uh, anywhere from like five to eight hours in an RV as we're driving, you know. And we're doing stops and, you know, and then we get to the campsites and she just loved the campsites and, you know, uh, pools, ocean. Oh, my God, the ocean when we got down there into Florida. 
Um, but I, I will say a, a hot little, hot little, little tip for everyone. Uh, and my wife, I think, found this somewhere. Is uh, she, she put together a box of, of just random little toys that, that we've acquired. Um, and actually, a friend of ours had, had just given, you know, her, her kids are getting older, had just given us a bunch of these little toys. So throughout the car ride, uh, my wife would reach back and say, oh, you know, a couple times each day, oh, would you like a surprise from the prize box? And they're nothing expensive. Like, we're talking tiny My Little Pony things or little princess things, you know, little, you know, fake, not fake, but, you know, costume, jewelry, bracelets for kids, uh, all that kind of stuff. Highly suggest the prize box, uh, the surprise box, if you're doing a, a longer road trip with your kid, because that, that helped to keep her entertained, and that just fed the imagination, and I'd be uh, driving this giant RV, and I'd, I'd, and it was funny, because every once in a while, I'd be like, what, what, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm just playing. You know, she's having a little conversation with all of her little toys and stuff. Uh, so that would be, uh, that would be one of the ways to do it. All the playing and the scenery. She's able to see the scenery. Every time we saw cows, uh, you know, we'd see deer. Uh, there was one point in Louisiana, I'm going to get back on the highway after getting gas. And, and this, it's so funny because you see those videos and this, it's, it's happened to me before where I've kind of had to stop for a dog or something, you know, but there's no one around me. I'm getting on, on, on the highway there and a family of ducks is crossing right across the, uh, the, the free, the highway entrance there. So I had to stop and I'm going, Oh shoot. And there's cars behind me. I'm like, Oh, please don't be mad. I'm, I'm just waiting for the ducks. And nobody got mad. I'll wait for the little ducks to come across and oh, continue on my way. Uh, so it's so a lots of good, uh, lots of good scenery uh, out there as you're doing that kind of traveling. All right, we got a couple common sense things. Then we're going to get into some entertainment news. And don't forget, we will have uh, Common Sense Sundays episode 50, less than 24 hours from now. Wild. We're getting them all in, keeping it on the rails. It's because haven't had enough of the beer just yet. Uh, so common sense. A couple of things I just want to talk to, talk talk about. Uh, Connecticut, and this is funny because I was talking to some family from Connecticut, and uh, apparently the state had approved, rec- and I found this out about Arizona. Arizona's got recreational marijuana now. Uh, this, the, like the state, the voters had approved it, the state senate had approved it, and apparently the governor was not going to sign it into law. That changed in the few days that I was on the road, and apparently it did get signed into law. Uh, and the reason that this one is just a huge, I, I think it's common sense everywhere. But the funny thing here is, even if you're opposed to it in somewhere like Connecticut and New England, now this is different in Texas or even California or, you know, some of the larger states, because what was happening was people, you can, so Massachusetts has had recreational marijuana for a little while. So people were driving from Connecticut and you're talking like less than an hour to drive from Connecticut to Massachusetts just across the border and get your recreational marijuana there. So I'm like, when I, when I realized this and I was talking about it with some family, I went, what? So even if you're opposed to recreational marijuana, you know people are going to go do that. You may as well keep the money in your own fucking state. Right? Keep the money in your own state. But apparently, uh, that was a bit of a... And he came to his senses. I don't know who the governor of Connecticut is. I don't even, I don't even know if it's a Republican, Democrat, or anything. Just the common sense here is, even if you're opposed to it, Maybe let the money come into your state because they're going to go get it anyway, you know, and, and this we're talking about recreational marijuana. We're not talking about crazy, dangerous things here, talking about a something that's no worse than alcohol. 
Uh, so congrats to Connecticut for uh, actually getting the recreational marijuana. And duh, <laughs> just duh, can't anymore. Uh, and I, I, I think from a common sense standpoint, as I said, uh, for me, disconnecting a bit helped. You know, you always say disconnect from social media and all that other stuff and whatever it is. Uh, I, I, I found myself just enjoying the sounds of nature, and especially at certain campsites. Now, some of them, uh, like in Tucson in particular, like kids are running around, and that's I, I enjoyed that too. I'm like kids running around, but uh, we're at a couple in particular, and specifically there in Kerrville, Texas, uh, and and I think it was Tallahassee, like a couple of RV parks. My wife and daughter go to bed, and I just I sat out in my camp chair with a tasty local beer, and just just enjoyed the sky. And I'm not even a big uh, astronomy guy. You know, I, I can kind of pick out a couple things. Um, in fact, I text, <laughs> texted my, my friend Yeti, who's a smartass, because I was like, I used to be able to pick out Orion. And, and, and so I texted him. I was like, where would Orion's belt be in relation to the Big Dipper? And he goes, it's in Orion. And I was like, well, thanks. I realize it's part of Orion. Uh, but I just enjoyed it. And, and maybe that's not for everybody. Uh, but if, if, if you find your, you know, your head spinning and just so much going on, uh, try to, try to disconnect a little bit, recharge my batteries, uh, so much, so much, uh, as you can tell, because, uh, going way over time on this episode and I'm still got to be prepared for another episode tomorrow. Uh, and no, I had no TV for weeks and we're not a huge TV family, uh, but my wife and I enjoy watching, you know, certain series, certain episodes, movies, whatever it might be. Like, I tend to talk about new stuff that I find, uh, you know, on stuff that I find and enjoy. I talk about it on Common Sense Sundays and always have on Go Tell to the Wall. Three weeks and no television was, was quite great. And I got a little bit of television here and there. I'm, you know, I'm at an outdoor bar in Florida, and I'm, I, I watched, like, five minutes of the Euro Cup, the soccer there, and watched, like, five minutes of basketball. Uh, I was in... <laughs> we'll talk about that next episode. But I was in Phoenix for that... Uh, game two between the Clippers and the Suns. That was that was kind of fun. I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell anyone I'm from Los Angeles as I'm sitting here in this bar. Not in Phoenix, but right by Phoenix. And people are going crazy for the Phoenix Suns, uh, for those of you that are basketball fans. Uh, all right, entertainment news here. And then we're going to call it a, call it an episode because uh, I'm going to get right back into prep for another Common Sense Sunday. Uh, speaking of Co Scott Russo, again... Uh, our thoughts are with him, having lost his father. Uh, but at the same time, we did get confirmation. We'd known this was coming. We knew they were kind of in the studio. Uh, the new UL record is, is coming, uh, and it's done. I don't know that it's mastered, but it is recorded. Uh, now, I am a huge Unwritten Law fan. I know a lot of people don't love Unwritten Law. I grew up in Poway. My very first concert, I was like 12. Maybe, maybe not snuck out of the house. Saw them at Soma. Back when Blink-182 was the house band, opening for Unwritten Law. That was my very first concert. I love Unwritten Law. They've helped me through uh, certain times in my life. And and uh, say what you will about Scott, a lot of people have bad things to say about him. Always a nice guy w when I've run across him. Uh, he doesn't he does enjoy drinking and smoking, but, uh, but I, you know, always a stand-up guy when I came across him. So looking forward to that. Uh, and along the same lines, we, we have a new Barstool Preachers album coming soon. We know that that's done. It's being mastered. And in fact, if you are part of the group on Facebook, the Barstool Preachers fan group, you're already aware of this. 
uh, and if and if you're not, you may want to join uh, because you will get the opportunity to to sample part of a a new track that's coming on the new album. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, and I will give you. Uh, as much feedback as I can based on what we're allowed to talk about with it. Uh, but again, if you're not in that group, uh, that's the place to be if you're a Barstool Preachers fan. If you're not a Barstool Preachers fan, there's no reason for you to be in that group. That's what I love. All these groups get suspended and, and kicked off Facebook and stuff because they have problems and everything. And, and I always get worried with the Barstool Preachers fan group. But I'm like, so anything that's not Barstool Pre- I just, like, nope, 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 nope. Uh, and, and thankfully, uh, my sis Laura... Uh, who's also an admin on there, and then Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing, who's a moderator, are keeping keeping people in line. Because sometimes someone does get on there, and they're like, "Hey, come come join this." And it's always pornography. <laughs> like, come join this pornography website, and you're like, "This isn't Barstool Preachers related." Like, this is what happens in other groups. Because if you have like Punk Rock Dads that I've talked about many times before, we're on like the third version of that group. Things are subjective, so that that's what happens with those groups. Groups getting. All over the place on Facebook. Kicked off and stuff. So be, so be careful out there on the Facebook. Uh, I do want to give a little bit of love to uh, to Dustin Pedroia. I love, love Dustin Pedroia. I'm a big Red Sox fan. There's Red Sox stuff back there. There's, you can see it over my shoulder there. Uh, and I've talked about David Ortiz. Uh, and in fact, no, podcasts happened just after he retired. No, right around when he retired. We've talked about them. They've, they have won a World Series uh, during Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, Dustin Pedroia, whose p- career was cut short by the dirty, dirty, dirty Manny Machado. Yeah, fucking Padres fans. Uh, I, I love you, Padres fans, because you got a lot of friends down there. But that's a dirty fucking player, Manny Machado. Ended Dustin Pedroia's career. Uh, he is officially retired. And uh, last night, it was either last night or two nights ago, uh, the Red Sox inducted him into the Red Sox Hall of Fame. Big ceremony for him. So, so uh, not happy that his career was cut short. Uh, I'm I'm sad that I won't be able to see him play anymore, but I am happy that he is getting the res- the well deserved respect uh, that that he is due uh, for everything that he has done for the Red Sox. For those of you familiar with with baseball, even if you're not familiar with baseball, the guy was Rookie of the Year, won a World Series as as a rookie, was Rookie of the Year, won the MVP the next year, uh, and then he he uh, let's see, so he had three three World no two. How many World Series did they won? He had two World Series. I think he was still on the roster in 18. He might have three rings. Uh, so love you, Petey. Uh, hopefully we'll see you around the Red Sox organization or just in baseball in general because he's one of those stand-up, just great guys. Uh, and for those of you not familiar with him, they called him Caballito, which means little horse because the dude's like 5'6". And, you know, depending on your sport, it's, it's difficult when you're a smaller smaller player sometimes. Uh, and, and he overcame his, his physical limitations. Uh, to to become an MVP, most valuable player uh, of of baseball uh, at one time. Loved watching him. Loved watching him. All right, and two more things, and then we're going to go. Uh, I'm going to talk about shows a lot because shows are coming back. Uh, I did spend part of my road trip on technology buying tickets to shows because I would see, get notifications that tickets were available. Uh, so the first one I'm going to mention is Chaser. I've talked about Chaser on the podcast before. Uh, they released a new album, gosh, a couple months ago. Great album, and I've said said how great it was. Um, but they are having their album release party on July 24th in Costa Mesa, California, which is in Southern California. If you are in Southern California, highly recommend you get tickets to that show. Uh, they are not expensive. I I, I want to say it was like twelve dollars, 
$12 tickets plus fees. Not expensive. Uh, Costa Mesa, it's a little bit of a drive for me, but well worth it to go see Chaser. Uh, and if you're in Southern California, you're going to find me there. And if you go to the Chaser record release party and you see me there, come say hi. I might not be giving hugs because I don't, you know, if I don't know you personally and even if you say you're vaccinated, I might not be hug, hug ready yet, but I will give some fist pumps and we can maybe take some pictures together. And I will definitely throw some stickers straight at you. Uh, so join me at Chaser July 24th in Costa Mesa. I didn't write down the exact venue, but if just just go on go on Facebook, follow Chaser. You should be following him anyway. Love Chaser Mike uh who who I I all of the guys in the band seem great, but Mike uh Mike Ladon is the one that I communicate with here and there on the Facebook and really looking forward to to seeing them live uh and 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 sharing a nice beer uh on July 24th. So if you go find me there. Uh, and in the spirit of recommendations that I've been trying to do more and more and more of, uh, there is a, not new, I think he, he's been doing it for a while, uh, newer to me, but I've been catching up over the past couple months. Uh, there is a podcast called The Morning Buzz with Jimmy. That's right, The Morning Buzz with Jimmy. He goes live with, it's an interview podcast. Uh, I know, as I... I Everyone does interviews, and I need to start doing more of the interviews because he does compelling, great interviews with musicians and people that are in the industry, uh, which we are going to start shifting this podcast more uh, to the scene, the the punk rock scene, the ska scene, especially the local scene. And in fact, tomorrow we're going to talk about some other local stuff, uh, local and small business stuff that I want to recommend. But for today, uh, the Morning Buzz with Jimmy, they go live at 10 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays, Eastern time. I don't ever catch it live because that's 7 a.m. for me. And if I am up at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, uh, which don't get jealous, parents. My kids usually still sleeping at 7 a.m. on a Saturday, so I'm not always up. But if I am up, it means my kid's up and I'm not watching it live. But you can always catch it after the fact uh, on YouTube. So go on YouTube, search The Morning Buzz with Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy is a great, great human being. Uh, highly recommend his podcast uh, and highly recommend him as, as a friend. We have not met in person, but that's the, the one good thing about the pandemic is I've made all these f- like who are now becoming close friends over the past year, despite the fact uh, that we live, you know, a couple thousand miles apart and haven't actually met in person. Uh, it has forced us, you know, many and many of you out there, I'm sure, uh, to make friends in the digital realm and, and become closer with people. Uh, kind of along those lines. So check out Morning Buzz with Jimmy. All right, that's going to do it uh, for Common Sense Sunday's episode 49, <laughs> even though it's Saturday. I'm still enjoying my beer. Beer back in the studio, which is, uh, like I said, that's a big thing. We used to have a beer every week, every Thursday with Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll have more of those. Maybe we'll get some Common Sense Saturdays going in there, depending on scheduling and everything. Although now with shows coming up, I don't know how much that's going to happen. Might have to go back to Thursdays again because it's not as many shows on Thursdays as there are on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays. Ah, now, of course, all that being said, don't forget, you can follow us on various social platforms, one of them being Facebook.com slash Go Tell It To The Wall. Uh, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It To The Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, and, of course, my own personal Instagram, which is at SoCalSean. And most importantly, make sure you bookmark it and check back often. SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Your one-stop shop for anything and everything that is Go Tell It To The Wall, Common Sense Sundays, and Sean O'Rourke Live. All right. Uh, this has been episode 49 of Common Sense Sundays on a Saturday. 
with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And until next time, which is less than 24 hours away, Wall fans, common censors, podcast consumers, social media world, remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.